At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Craig Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Greg Peterson Experience of Easton, the Sports Betting Network. We've got three absolutely tremendous hours coming up for you as we're looking at both forms of basketball in terms of college and the NBA. Lots going on over there. Got to get you guys set for the AFC and NFC title games as well. And we're going to be taking a look at what we've all got on the front of really what we're getting in terms of these line moves as well as we've got a lot of things that are going on tonight and we're going to get the guest list started in about 15 minutes with Ralph Furman. He does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Does a tremendous job taking a look at both the NBA and when it's in season. I know that he's done a great job with the WNBA as well. Coupled with that, I know that he's got some takes when it comes to the NFC and the AFC title games and he's going to be joining me in about 15 minutes and then in about 45 minutes. Shani Venezia, he does great work over at Bet Karma. He is going to be joining me, and we're going to be taking a look at both of these big NFL games with him, see if he's got any player props, anything out of the ordinary there, as I know that he's been doing a great job with some of his long shots, shall we say, derivative marketplace. So they're going to be joining me in hour number one. Hour number two, Sean Green. He does tremendous work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's going to be joining me and we're going to be diving in on what we're getting in the NFC and AFC title games. And I know that he's a Philadelphia 76ers fan as well. Might need to ask just a little bit about what we're getting in terms of the 76ers, the Eastern Conference and Eastern Conference. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. Saw quite the startling news with the Milwaukee Bucks, being someone from the great state of Wisconsin, obviously have to give my thoughts there, but we're going to be talking about that with Sean, obviously taking a look at the NFC and eight of FC title games with him. And then in our number three, going to be going into the NBA a little bit more. Grant Mitchell can perhaps point me in the right direction as to why in the world we were getting a firing on Tuesday in the NBA. We're going to be talking about that. Couple with that, we're also going to be taking a look at what we're getting in both of these NFL games as well with him. So lots of takes on the NFL and 
You don't have to give my take here with the Milwaukee Bucks firing Adrian Griffin, who was 30 and 13. And I don't follow the NBA as much as I do college basketball. There's no fans or butts about it, but being someone that grew up in the great state of Wisconsin, this was certainly one where I saw this when I was just out in the early AM and I was like, what in the world just happened here? Are they sure they didn't fire a different Griffin? Are we sure that this is actually the Bucks coach? Because I'll admit I've been a little bit critical of the Milwaukee Bucks, despite the fact that they've gotten off to a 30 and 13 start. The defense, it has been non-existent to say the least how they are currently 30 and 13 i'm a little bit unsure and that's really what has been a little bit befuddling with the milwaukee bucks you still in my opinion can't fire a coach when you're 30 and 13 and you're number one with there being still half the season remaining i just have no idea where this came from certainly this was a it was a move that the team had made in the offseason after mike boonholzer i did agree with that coaching firing for the milwaukee bucks i know that he had taken the team to a title but it just felt like the message had run a little bit stale with him what he was running wasn't necessarily built for this milwaukee bucks team how things were set up so i did think that griffin was a relatively good hire but now you've got a milwaukee bucks team in which i i have seen a lot of coaching moves with this team as well even before mike boonholzer as well they had made a coaching change just a few years prior as well and they're going to be taking a look at what they've all got out there certainly doc rivers is coming to mind as well and just a very strange milwaukee bucks team because they have been a bottom half of the league team with regards to their defensive efficiency it's been a team that has been pretty much Giannis do a little bit of everything we've got damian lillard from time to time as he's been doing some injuries thus far this season and it's been sort of a brimeless reasonless teams but at the same time you want to give a guy a chance to be able to figure it out you have to have a feeling and I've been hearing this on social media, the old X, everything like that, with regards to perhaps players in the locker room weren't necessarily buying into what Adrian Griffin was trying to sell, but this does really cause you to scratch your head a little bit and wonder where the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be going from here, and that's what I'm trying to decipher right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa D Sports Bank Network because... You typically find a lot of coaching firings when things really hit rock bottom, when you go through like a big giant losing streak, something dramatic happens. And that's what was really standing out to me in terms of this being strange. Like the Milwaukee Bucks are still number two in the Eastern Conference. It's not like the Milwaukee Bucks are on some sort of a big giant slide or anything like that. They have yet to be really all season long. Perhaps their worst stretch was in the first like 10 or so games of the season. I mean, the offense has actually been really terrific recently. Team has won now, I believe five out of their last six games. I just, I'm very surprised. Like I wish I had something else to say, but I mean, it's just one of those things that makes you scratch your head and wonder what the heck is going on here. The team is going to be playing their next game against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday. And they're going to be finding themselves as a favorite in this spot. But it's like, how do you handicap a team that? Just can their coach, because typically in these sorts of spots, you think, all right, they fire their coach. It's going to fire up everyone in the locker room, what have you. But it's not like you've got some sort of an interim coach that's going to come in, in my opinion, on this Buck staff and is going to really ignite flames under this team or anything. So it feels like it's a case where they're trying to go after Doc Rivers until they get Doc Rivers. How do you handicap this team? You have to think that's relatively status quo to what Adrian Griffin was running, but... 
I mean, maybe it's just Giannis Antetokounmpo taking napkins from the stands and saying, you know what, I'll just draw off the place here. So, yeah, that's a very, very unique situation here, to say the least. Right now we're seeing the Bucks as seven-point favorites over at DraftKings. And there are other places where I'm seeing this number going to more like a 6F as well. So be mindful there. Typically, like I said, you see this team coming in on the team that has a new coach. We are not seeing that right now, and I sort of think rightfully so because this was a very odd move to say the least what is not odd is taking a look at just oddities with regards to college basketball and it was a very wild Tuesday personally my write up on BYU I know I met humans of West Reynolds that felt like they were on the same side as myself we had three unhappy campers right here on Visa the sports betting network but that said what really stands out to me is in terms of hitting rock bottom and I was talking about with the Milwaukee Bucks they haven't quite hit that you got a few teams in college basketball that are and now they are going to be some of the trickiest teams to handicap moving forward i'm looking at you michigan who got completely destroyed by purdue by kind of 99 to 67 Jawan Howard, in my opinion, you can't be keeping his job. Like, if there's a coach right now that deserves to be fired, it's certainly Jawan Howard. This team was 3-0 to start the season after they knock off St. John's in that game in, I believe it was MSG. That was part of the Gavit games. They looked like a bunch that potentially could be a top 20 team. They look like a team that they're really ascending, might be able to make some noise out in the Big Ten. They're now 2-6 and six in Big Ten play in their last need to do the math here. 16 games. I believe that they are now 4-12 and 12 straight up. Man, it's just really gone off the rails for them. Obviously, Purdue just looking like old dominant Purdue when you've got giant of the year, Zach Eady giving you double doubles. When you've got this team hitting from three-point range the way that they did in this game. I think that they went like 14 of 21 from three-point range. Just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, you're able to find some good value on Purdue, but that's it, man, for Michigan. It's just all gone bad for them. And then you have to be wondering about some of these other teams as well. Like we saw West Virginia over the weekend they were able to rise up they were able to get a win against kansas and there are these certain teams that you just really want to be backing them at home and you want to be fading them on the road something that i'll actually be talking about on my podcast wednesday the coast to coast hoops podcast which you're able to get wherever you find your podcast is the added travel in the big 12 and how much that is going to be impacting things in general now you did see quite a few big 12 road teams be able to rise up to much to my chagrin houston was able to do so much to my delight you saw tcu go on the road just barely get that cover against Oklahoma State so that one made me relatively happy and then you did see Texas knock off an Oklahoma team that they didn't come in with a lot of expectations coming into the year Texas did it had been sort of a reversal of what we had been expecting coming into the season in Texas they're able to rise up they're able to get a win in the old Red River shootout by kind of 75 to 60 but other than some of the oddities that we saw on Tuesday it has been a case where if you've been firing up home teams in the Big 12 thus far it's been going relatively well for you and taking a look at these road teams it has been a little bit more rough but we are noticing that there's been a little bit of a trend and a reversal coming with a lot of these home underdogs just all across college basketball it's not just out in the Big 12, but if you're looking just at the entirety of the last seven days in college basketball, home underdogs hitting at a clip of 41.3%, 43, 61, and 2 
against the spread over the last seven days. If you're looking overall for the season, home underdogs are hitting at about the lowest rate that I could ever remember. Just every single year in college basketball, typically you're able to fire up home underdogs and you're not going to be able to just profit from it just because the juice is going to take away from it. But Typically, you'll hit just blindly betting home underdogs about 51 and a half, 52 percent, what have you. You're down to 49 percent thus far this season. And it's been going down, down, down. And it's been really interesting to take a look at because in college basketball, if you just take a look at all these metric sites like Bart Torvik, if you take a look at just raw points scored, raw points allowed on a per possession basis, Offensive efficiency is weighing that cup. I will say tempo is up a little bit as well, but it's not starkly up. But I do think that a big reason why we're just not seeing a lot of these home underdogs come through is that a lot of these home underdogs, they typically do have a little bit of lesser talent and it's just really rising up right now. But it is something that it's just unfamiliar territory for myself, typically, especially this time of year. It's where familiarity takes hold. You have to wonder how much the transfer portal has been really causing this to dry up and how much net rankings in general. It's something that I did bring up on the show yesterday. I think that's worth reiterating with overs over the last seven days hitting at 57%. How much is it these teams are favorites deciding, you know what, we're going to put our pedal to the metal. We're not going to play the bench warmers, what have you, at the end of the game. We're going to look to just try to maximize that margin. And we're going to look to maximize our guests next with Terrell Furman. He does great work over the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And we're talking NFL with him right, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa the Esports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you have yet to check out the all new visa.com, it's looking fresher than ever. And we're getting a ton of great stories up there. I'm sure that they're going to be having up there in the AM and they've already got it up there right now. What we're all seeing with the Milwaukee Bucks, them deciding to can their coach. 
taking on ourselves. A lot to talk about with regards to the NFC and AFC title games as well. And as always, best bets. Check out the new Visa.com today. You're able to get all that and so much more right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We're talking about that as well as we're being joined now by Terrell Furman. He does tremendous work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He does a great job with the NBA front. Also does a great job taking a look at this wonderful game of the NFL as well. And always great to have you aboard, Terrell. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I'm great. I'm happy to hear talk some conference championship and oh, we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks too because it's a lot going on over there. Oh, absolutely. We'll be getting into that in 15 minutes. And I can tell you right now, being a native of the great state of Wisconsin, I was very confused when I saw the notification go off that the Milwaukee Bucks were moving on from their head coach. Hopefully, it'll make a little bit more sense here in the next few days. And something that does make sense is the two lines that we're seeing in the NFC and the AFC title game. We will start there with the Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens being the early game on Sunday. And the Ravens, they were three and a half point favorites about 24 hours ago. We have seen this move to uh, four in a lot of spots. I'm still seeing DraftKings at a three and a half, but we're seeing a lot of fours starting to pop up out here in Las Vegas. So it's between 44 and 44 and a half. And how do you evaluate this game? Because with the Baltimore Ravens, I do think that they've got really by far the better roster. But the one thing that they don't have is the experience of going to the Super Bowl like the Kansas City Chiefs have. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, six straight AFC championship games to start his career. Six straight, and he's gone one, two Super Bowl, two Super Bowl MVPs. He has everything you're looking for and talk about experience of this game. But what the, his experience can't really translate to is it can't translate to that wide receiver court. And that's really been the question mark all year. They made Kadarius Tony an out last week, and that's partially the reason of why they were able to beat Buffalo because Kadarius Tony wasn't there to mock it up this time. So uh, I think that this game, the side is a little bit questionable for me because, like you, I like the experience on that Kansas City side of ball, but I think this Ravens team is really, really good. My play here is on the total, 44-and-a-half. I think that's perfect for the under in this game. We're having another, yet another cold-weather game over here in the conference championship outdoors. Baltimore already knows how to play in this weather. And that Kansas City defense has been really, really good this year. Everybody's talking this year about Patrick Mahomes and how this team was able to make it to the conference championship. But it was off the back of Chris Jones, off of George Kalakdis, Ladarius Sneed, like all of that. Everybody in that defense really, really carried this team all year. And I think they're going to do it in the championship game as well. I don't think Baltimore is going to be able to find themselves getting to a rhythm. And I know that Baltimore's defense is going to disrupt the Chiefs under 44 and a half just feels like a lock at this point. Yep, absolutely. And you're probably not going to get the world's greatest for weather out there on Baltimore. Probably not going to get the conditions that we saw in Buffalo a few weeks ago, but at the <laughs> same time, certainly not the world's greatest weather like you'd be finding in like some sort of an October game as well. So I do think that that's going to be a fascination. And would there be any player props that you'd be taking a look at in this game? Because certainly when it came to the game that we saw previously with the Chiefs, I know that a lot of people, including myself, weren't on Josh Allen to throw an interception, mm-hmm. which unfortunately did not come through but anything that you might be taking a look at from a player prop perspective or is this a case where you're going to be seeing where everything goes for the rest of the week before deciding on that hear ye hear ye i announce the king lamar mvp and he begins his reign of when he is officially given his mvp by a glorious glorious performance in the afc championship game they are putting the ball in his hands you don't have to question it 
It doesn't matter what prop you take of Lamar. You can take his over rushing attempts. You can take his over rushing yards. You can take his anytime touchdown. Whatever you want to take, Lamar Jackson is going to get it done in this game because he's tired of the noise. He's tired of the noise. And even worse, John Harbaugh is tired of the noise. And he showed it in that game last week when he put the ball in Lamar's hands the entire game and said, hey, go out there and win us the game. And he did. So I think that this is a no-brainer. They're going to go out there and they're going to give Lamar Jackson every single opportunity that they can for him to succeed in this game. And I think it starts with on the ground. So over-rushing attempts, over-rushing yards, anytime touchdown, I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a great game, both through the air and the ground, but a lot of focus on the ground. Yep, trust your stars. The Ravens will be smart to do so. And I do think that John Harbaugh, a very smart coach, is going to do just that. As joining me on the show, we do have Terrell Furman, who does tremendous work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And then when it comes to the NFC side of things, right now this is pretty much sitting at a touchdown across the board. We've seen a little bit of movement. And I remember seeing a six and a half out there when I was doing the show last night here at Circa on the 49ers. That has been dried up total on this game is 51 anytime this goes off of the seven it feels like it gets immediately bought down so feels like this is probably going to be where we're going to be settling in unless we see something unforeseen but how do you take a look at this matchup one where the 49ers they've been looking a little bit more vulnerable in recent weeks but as we know this is a lion's defense that certainly has been having their warts as well yeah and so here ah uh, i mean it feels like the Lions have dumped the Gatorade for the past two, three weeks straight, really month straight. It feels like the Lions have been dumping the Gatorade of we made the playoffs. We finally did it. We made it. We got over the hump. <gasps> we won a playoff game. We won a playoff game. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh, we're going to the championship game. Oh, my gosh. It's happening. It's happening. Everybody stay calm. Everybody stay calm. And it's, it's, it's going to end. The, the the Cinderella run is going to end. And I think that they ran into a buzzsaw of this San Francisco 49ers defense that is going to ruin this party. And I don't think the Lions are going to be able to get anything going offensively in this game. Like, I think this is going to be where they realize that it's just one more level, is one more piece that they need to be able to turn this Lions roster into a Super Bowl roster. And so I don't think that they're there yet. C.J. Gardner-Johnson is on Twitter shooting a shot at Coily Ray, trying to make sure if she's at the game or not. So he's not locked into the game. I think that there's a whole lot of things that this Lions team could be doing a lot better in terms of on the defensive side of ball to not let Brock Purdy go down there and just walk up and down the field on them. So I I really don't know how they're going to get a stop in this game. I don't think that there's going to be many punts on the San Francisco side of ball in this game. I love San Francisco 49ers team total over. I think that they're going to be able to do their part. They're going to score and it's going to be up on the Lions to try to keep up. And will they? I don't think so. Give me San Francisco minus seven. But that San Francisco 49ers team total over just feels like the best play of the day. Yep, and when it comes to the San Francisco 49ers, certainly the offense looked great in the back half of that game against the Green Bay Packers, and I do think that it's really interesting to just take a look at this 49ers team, because I feel like one of the most difficult things it is to do in media in general right now is to properly rate Brock Purdy, because you were seeing him a few weeks ago be the MVP favorite, and everyone was thinking he should run and hide with that award, and then come Christmas night, everyone was completely out on him, and now people are 
are saying, oh, he's Jimmy G 2.0 and everything like that. And I think that it's somewhere in the middle. I'm not sure how you feel about the San Francisco 49ers offense in general. And certainly he's got a lot of weapons around him. But I do think that it's a case where with Brock Purdy, either he gets way too much praise or way too much, shall we say, slander. And nothing has really been correct in the way that he's been rated. It's not even that he gets too much slander. I, I feel like everybody gets mad when we say he's an okay quarterback. He's an okay quarterback. He's fine. He's good. He works. He does what the system needs him to do. He doesn't do too much. He doesn't go out there and lose the game. But nine times out of ten, is he 100% the reason that they're winning? I wouldn't say so. I think that it's a lot more things that you could say with everything else that they have going on. So uh, for me, Brock Purdy is an okay quarterback. If you put him on my New York Giants, everybody would be talking about how trash he is. You put him on this San Francisco 49ers team like he is, everybody talks about how good he is. So I think he works for the system and what Kyle Shanahan needs to do. He doesn't do too much. Absolutely. I think that he is a perfect quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in which he doesn't turn the ball over. And when they needed a drive against Green Bay Packers, he came up with a very good drive and he needs to get credit for that and got about a minute or so remaining. Any sort of player props that you're going to be taking a look at in terms of this one? Because I do think that one that might be live is perhaps a Jared Goff interception. Yeah, yeah, Jared Goff interception might be live, but I don't think I want to go that route. Jared Goff actually protect the football a little bit better this year than, you know, most would give him credit for, especially in years past. Brock Purdy and fading Brock Purdy in one stat that I've been doing all season and been profitable is his under in passing attempts. He really doesn't attempt that many passes when you think about it. When you look at the games, he doesn't attempt that many passes. And it's because one, this team is either up a million and they're running the ball and they're running clock out and he doesn't need to do that. Or Christian McCaffrey is taking the game over and he still doesn't need to pass the ball. It's not that he's not good enough to pass the ball 50, 40, 50 times a game, but he never has the need. And I think this is going to be that type of game where he's not going to have the need to throw the ball up and down the field over the course of four quarters in the game. They're going to control the game from start to finish, and this is going to be a pretty easy in and out for them where he's going to probably throw maybe 28, 29 pass attempts, not 31 and a half. Yep, I don't think that they're going to need him to pass too much either. And when you've got a guy by the name of Christian McCaffrey, that takes a load off of you as a quarterback. And someone that takes a load off of me as a host is Terrell Furman because he lends absolutely tremendous insights. Does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast. Now we're going to come home next. We're talking a little NBA and only all saw with the Milwaukee Bucks right here on the Great Peterson Experience. I'm Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Put the VSN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSN Pro subscription. You're able to sign up on a VSN Pro annual subscription and get your first year for just $199 by utilizing the special promo code for this show. That would be Greg, G R E G, for the Greg Peterson experience. Get access to everything that is all brand spanking new on VSN.com. This includes our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which VSN expert has a hot hand. Betting splits to let you see where the money and the bets are moving on every single 
single game, 24-7 video access, premium analysis, betting systems, and so much more, including our Super Bowl betting guide. Then I'll have best bets and favorite player props for the big game. Remember, utilize that promo code for this show, Greg, G-R-E-G, to be able to get a nice discount on your first annual subscription. You're able to get access for just $199 for the full year over at VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience of Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by this man, Terrell Furman. He does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I know that he's very much looking at what we're getting in terms of the NFC and AFC title games and getting set for the Super Bowl, but I know that he, much like myself, loves the game of basketball, though he takes a little bit more of a look at the NBA, whereas I take a little bit more of a look at college, so I've got to pose this to you as someone from the great state of Wisconsin. What in the world happened on Tuesday with the Milwaukee Bucks deciding, you know what, Adrian Griffin, you're 30 and 13, just not cutting it. We have decided to let you go. I need to get your thoughts here and just what you're expecting on the Bucks moving forward because I mean, I will say that the Bucks didn't look necessarily the most aesthetically pleasing, but getting a coach as 30 and 13 in season number one is completely unheard of. Yeah, it is unheard of. In fact, the last time that a head coach was fired in their first season with a winning record, Jack McKinney <laughs> for the Los Angeles Lakers when he had that bicycle accident and then Paul Westhead came over and stole his mojo. So I don't know, man. The Milwaukee Bucks is in uncharted territory here. We haven't seen this in a long time, but I, I've, I figured it out, Greg. I know exactly why they fired him. It's because the Milwaukee Bucks organization is a die-hard betting organization. They have to be. That's it. That's the reason. They're a die-hard betting organization because Adrian Griffin was one of the least profitable coaches, ATS, in the league this year. 30-13, and 13, second in the East, but least profitable. He wasn't covering the spread. They weren't covering any of these numbers, and they were losing outright in some of these games. And so it was really, really hard to bet on them in terms of laying the points. That's why the Bucs got rid of him, because they were laying the points every single night, and he wasn't getting it done. They, was, they were minus 12.5 point favorites against the Pistons, and the Pistons almost won the game. That's when they are like, no, that's it. It's over. It's over. I don't want this guy in my organization anymore because he's not making us money when we're betting on the games. Because that's the only reason. That's the only logical reason you could have for getting rid of somebody 43 games into their first season as their first job as a head coach. I really, really think it's insane. And I think that you don't know if he's a good head coach or not. Now, can we say that it's been bad? Dame has been underutilized. He hasn't been that good this year. The defense is horrible. They're 25th in the NBA in terms of points per game over the course of the entire season and second to last in the last five games. So the defense has been atrocious over the course of the entire year. There's a lot of things that's going on, but this is still too small of a sample size to not figure it out. Ime Udoka in his first season with the Boston Celtics was 24 and 25, 24 and 25 at before this point in the year, by this day in the year, 24 and 25. What did he do after that? He ran off in a historic run to end the season and then went to the NBA finals. You don't know. You have no idea what Adrian Griffin was going to do because you spoiled it. Yeah, I was just completely taken aback by this one. And I mean, I'm right there with you, even though, like I said, with the Milwaukee Bucks, it didn't look the world's greatest. If you take a look at how they looked on the court compared to the record, you wouldn't have the sense that this was a 30 and 13 team. At the same time, it's season number one and the guy is 30 and 13. So I was very, very much just befuddled by that one. And in terms of the handicap moving forward, because the Bucks, they are going to be in action on Wednesday. Right now, we're finding 
line them as anywhere between six and a half and seven point favorites against the Cleveland Cavaliers. How do you handicap this sort of a team in which it feels like they're trying to get Doc Rivers into the fold? They're going to be going with this sort of like interim coaching regime moving forward, which I don't know if that's going to give them any sort of a bump or anything like that. It's just very strange because typically when you can't a coach, you give a team a nice bump. I just don't know if we can do that with the Bucks with this situation. Yeah, and I mean, Joe Prunzi isn't anybody that's foreign to this organization. He's come over and he's taken over this organization as a interim head coach on a basis before when Jason Kidd was working here and he took over with Jason Kidd. So he's been around the organization for a while. Everybody knows him. They have respect for him. I think that he's not going to try to do too much. He's not going to try to do too much. He's going to just try to skate toe the line until, you know, they decide. And it sounds like it's going to be Doc Rivers, but they decide that they get another coach in there and they're probably going to take over similar to what Quinn Snyder did with the Atlanta Hawks midseason. So I'm just not going to I'm not going to take any chances and just give me the Cavs team total over here because this Bucks defense is horrible. I told you 25, 25th in the league over the course of the season in terms of opponents points per game. They're not stopping any, anything inside of the paint. They're bottom five in the NBA in terms of points inside of the paint over the last five games. And so I think that the Cavs, if they're going to do anything, they're going to find a way to put up points on this Bucks team. And we'll see if the Bucks are going to be able to respond and put on a good showing at home to just give this state of Wisconsin some type of faith, some type of faith in this team that they're going to be able to figure it out. But yeah, I'll take the Cavs team total over and give me Jared Allen, Jared Allen over points prop. I think he'll have a good day inside the paint. And for those out there in the great state of Wisconsin, after that Green Bay Packers loss on Saturday and seeing this news on Tuesday, it's been a rough last 72 hours out there in a place in which I'm sure is currently covered in a little. Well, Are you, you were sad able to get the, the plus game? 10. You were Are you able... sad after the Packers game? Like, I was. You... They should have won that game. I mean, good <laughs> grief. If they just make a stinking field goal, if they don't go for it on fourth down, yeah. I can just go through a laundry list of different things. The Packers should have won that game. I recognize that they were ahead of schedule, but you want it all. I mean, maybe I'm just a greedy man here, but you yeah. want it all. Uh-huh. It's not good enough to just cover the plus 10 and make me a few dollars for the old Texas Roadhouse, but that's just the way that I'm thinking about it. You'd never know when you're going to get another opportunity just as Dan Marino is joining me on the show. We do have Terrell Furman. He does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And certainly that is going to be a game of intrigue in the NBA, to say the least, for Wednesday. But is there anything else that you are going to be taking a look at in terms of the NBA Wednesday slate? Because we've got ourselves a pretty interesting card. We've got quite a few of the fades, like the Washington Wizards are going to be out there as a big giant underdog against the Mm -hmm. Minnesota Timberwolves, teams like this. But is there anything that you're really starring in particular for this Wednesday? Yeah, you talk about trends. My favorite trend is tomorrow. And it's fate in the Miami Heat as home favorites. The trend that has stood the test of time, stood the test of time. There is nothing that will stop this trend of hitting consistently over the course of the season. You just got to stick with it. So Miami Heat this season are currently eight and eight as home favorites. If you look at what they've done since 2021, they are actually 45, 55 and two, 45 percent as home favorites. You can take it back as far as you would like. That number is not going to get any better. 
it's actually might get significantly a little bit worse. This team just doesn't cover at home and they've never really had that makeup ever since LeBron left. Like they just do not cover the number at home. They it's just not in them. And so it's nothing that I question. And so now you have this Memphis Grizzlies team that's coming in catching nine and a half, who's actually been really, really scrappy over the course of this season. The defense has been playing good over the course of this season. And I think that the only thing that they're missing is just their star in John Morant and a couple of extra pieces that all the injuries they have. But Jaron Jackson Jr. holding the fort down. Then they have a whole bunch of dogs like Jacob Gilliard and uh, John Conchar. You have Vince Williams. You have Zaire Williams. Like you have just a whole bunch of little guys that play their role and compete night in, night out because they're still playing for a job. David Roddy, those guys are still playing for a job on this Memphis roster because next year, when reinforcements come back, Memphis is going to be nasty and everybody's going to want to be a part of that team. So I think that this Memphis team, even though the season looks like a loss, they're not tanking. They're competing night in, night out, and they're going to cover some spreads for us at the end of the year. I love getting nine and a half with them at Miami, who notoriously does not cover the spread at home. And I do need to bring this up as well as we've got about a minute remaining. Are you daring enough to lay two and a half points at home with the Detroit Pistons against the Charlotte Hornets in what is truly no. a toilet bowl matchup? No, 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 not at all. I would not. There's nothing you could say. Is Killian Hayes still playing for them? Killian Hayes? We still have that Killian Hayes? No, absolutely not. I, I, I think it's comical, actually, if you like it. It's such the easy answer. Oh, Detroit finally does it. Oh, they just traded Terry Rozier. They have Kyle Lowry. I am a Kyle Lowry hater. This is coming from a Kyle Lowry hater. I hate Kyle Lowry. I have an issue with Kyle Lowry. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and Kyle Lowry, I realize Kyle Lowry has a ring. And I'm like, man, think of all the guys that don't have a ring. And Kyle Lowry wakes up and he's got one just sitting on his finger. No, no, do not take this Detroit team. They are bad. They are historically bad. Do not lay points with them. It hasn't worked either the two, three times that it, that they've laid points this season. Why would you do it now? Charlotte should be an auto bet at this point. Yeah, this is a rough ordeal to say the least. I am not going to be willing to lay the points, but we always love having you aboard, Terrell. You do such great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and always appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That and this song. Always great to have him aboard. And coming up next, we are going to be talking with Johnny Venezia of Bet Karma about the NFL playoffs on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL and the NFL playoffs and is bringing you an offer that will make the playoffs all the more electrifying as new customers can place a bet of $5 on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Utilize the promo code of VSIN when you do. That is over at DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code of Vegas because over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. I should say the promo code of VSIN. The crown is yours over there at DraftKings as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Always great to be joined by this man, Johnny Venezia. He does absolutely tremendous work over at Bet Karma. Taking a look at this game that we all know and love of the NFL. I know that he's starting to get into baseball mode as well. And man, pitchers and catchers can't report soon enough, my friend. But we've got ourselves two glorious games this week. And I always appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, my friend. It's another glorious Tuesday evening here on the East Coast. Oh, it certainly is, Johnny. And Johnny, I know you've been taking a look at a lot of futures with regards to the NFL playoffs. And when it comes to this time of year, the menu expands. Obviously, you need fewer things to go your way. So a lot of these futures are going to be a little bit shorter with regards to the odds. But in terms of everything that you're taking a look at right now, in terms of the board with our final four in the NFL, is there anything that you'd be willing to take in terms of maybe a Super Bowl future, maybe in terms of like a player prop for the next two games, what have you, that has really caught your attention so i think realistically it's going to come down to the 49ers getting into the super bowl uh you know the ravens chiefs is really evenly matched i think the lions had a good run uh i think you know we'll get into that game in a minute in terms of where i think the spread's going to go but ultimately i see the niners advancing uh assuming either not too banged up i know they're dealing with a couple injuries reportedly but uh if that's the case you know, I'm probably going to take a look at one of their guys to be the Super Bowl MVP. And I think Brock Purdy's flirting around the three to one range. That's not bad. But, you know, if he plays the Ravens again, while I don't see another four interception performance, uh, you know, I don't know if I see a full 180 turnaround where he goes like three touchdowns, no picks, that kind of thing. So. I think if the Niners are going to do it, I probably would look at Christian McCaffrey at six and a half to one right now. And I understand it's tough for a running back to win. You know, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs when they beat the Niners uh, a few years ago and the rightful owner of that MVP should have been Damian Williams. But of course, being Patrick Mahomes, he gets the award and obviously it's usually quarterback driven except for when Cooper Cup won it. But I think Christian McCaffrey's got so much notoriety. He's the best running back in football. He's the engine that drives his 49ers offense. And he actually had a good game against the Ravens when they played last time. And I'm not under any impression that he couldn't do that against the Chiefs if those two squared off. So for my money, I probably would look at Christian McCaffrey. 
even if the Lions win somehow, I don't really see the Lions beating either AFC team. Um, and to be honest, if you're looking at the Ravens, two to one on Lamar is a little short for me. Five to one on Mahomes is probably the other direction I would take. So for me, it's either Mahomes at five to one or McCaffrey six and a half to one. Because when you consider the fact that the Chiefs Ravens is almost a toss up and, you know, the Ravens are three and a half point. Uh, favorite at home where in this NFL day and age home field advantage is worth about three points. So they're saying the Ravens are about a half point better, almost a pick them on a neutral site. Uh, I think the value there would be with Mahomes and McCaffrey, because like I said, Lamar at two to one, you know, I, I really don't know if that it's worth it at that price. Yep, I think that that's a really good look there. And if you're looking at the odds to be able to win the Super Bowl, you're able to get some good value there. Right now, Lamar Jackson is a short shot at plus 220. But really, outside of the main quarterbacks, along with Christian McCaffrey, you're finding a lot of guys that you know we get at some pretty big numbers as well. As Johnny Venezio does great work over at Bet Karma, joining me on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. And when it does come to the 49ers and the Lions, personally, I'd be surprised if the Lions are able to pull it off outright. That said, I do think that the spread of seven is very intriguing because I saw a six and a half here at Circa when I was doing the show yesterday. That got gobbled up immediately. And every time we have seen seven halves pop up on this game, they have been gobbled up immediately as well. And I think rightfully so. How do you view this game with the 49ers and Lions also having a total of 51? You know, I think San Francisco is going to win this game. Like I said, I just I don't know if the Lions have the chops to go into San Francisco. I think they're going to be able to score. I think they're going to be able to move the ball because this 49ers defense is not what it used to be. It's still good. Don't get me wrong, but they got cracks in their armor. I think you can move the ball on them. And I think, you know, had love made a couple better decisions then we might be talking about a different uh, game here in the NFC championship. And you know, let's be honest with ourselves. The, the pouring rain for uh, a guy who's a first-time starting quarterback in the NFL, it, it, it didn't really help him out that much. But in terms of this game here, I feel like seven is too big of a number. We know Detroit is an ATS wagon. Uh, I think they're going to be able to stay inside seven points. Also makes her a great teaser, like getting this up to 13. I feel like this is a game that's probably going to end somewhere between I would say three and six points in favor of the 49ers. So seven to me is a tad too big. And, um, you know, I want to see what's going on with uh, the injury report before I would think about giving out a total here. I think I could see this one actually go under, but right now that's not an official play. But for me, I do like the Lions getting seven points. I think this should be probably closer to six. Yep, I sort of agree with you on both fronts. I have a little bit of a lean to the under as well, knowing that you've got a Detroit Lions team that certainly has had some liabilities with their defense, to say the least. But at the same time, if there is going to be a lot of rain, much like we saw last week, and just with the San Francisco 49ers team in general, their bread and butter is being very balanced. It is being able to establish a run with Christian McCaffrey. I do think that that's a relatively solid look. And then when it comes to the Chiefs and the Ravens, this is a line that's been on the move a little bit. When I was doing the show yesterday, we were seeing pretty much three and a half across the board. Now it is the Ravens being a four-point favorite. So on this game, you're finding that right in the neighborhood about a 44, 44 and a half. How do you evaluate this one with a Ravens team that I think has by far the better roster, but at the same time, the experience factor, the having been there and done that, and just the ability to pull games out of the rear end certainly is on the side of the Kansas City Chiefs. 
I have a feeling in some capacity this game is going to end either 23-20 or 24-20, just probably going under. Um, but to be honest, you know, I don't want either of these teams to win if, if I'm telling the truth. Uh, you know, on Kansas City side, I don't want to deal with the Taylor Swift for another but to be honest with you, you know, I just don't know if I buy the Ravens as being that good. I think they're a good team. But the fact is, I feel like people think they're a lot better than they actually are. That's just my opinion. Um, I just this is a tough one for me. I'm probably going to put out Kansas City money line just because I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes. This is a guy that's been there, done that many times. And I understand how good the Ravens D is. They lead the NFL in sacks. They lead the NFL in takeaways. They lead the NFL in points per game. But Kansas City does still have a good defense. Not as good on paper as what you would let be led to believe if you looked at all those metrics and all those stats. I feel like just by the eye test, the Ravens, it, they play like they're a hornet's nest on defense. They really do. Uh, and I feel like as good as Kansas City is, it's not as good. But given the fact that number 15 is under center, I feel like he's just going to make one more play. And, you know, I feel like he, here's the big thing. And I don't understand why teams haven't done this more. Lamar Jackson, you know, he has developed and he has improved as a passer. No doubt. But the fact is, most of his big pass plays are coming because defenses, and this has been the case since he got into the league, they have to account for the run. They have to scheme for the run that changes the way they're playing pass coverage. And for whatever reason, teams haven't been spying him the way they should be. And I just don't understand it. And it's opened up running lanes for him, and it's opened up abilities for him to move around and then create throwing lanes out of somewhat broken plays. But I think Kansas City, Steve Spagnuolo, is going to find a way to contain him just enough, and I feel like Kansas City will pull out a very close victory on the road. Yeah, I could see that as well. Personally, I would probably just stick with the four at this point myself, because if you're giving me north of three points on Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, you just have to take it. And if we do get that Super Bowl, the Chiefs would no doubt probably be a pretty sizable underdog against the 49ers. Against the Lions, that's a little bit more of an all-bets-off situation. But would you have any sort of a take with regards to a Chiefs versus 49ers Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, I feel like everybody's been trying to predict this for the last like four years since uh, we, we got it the first time around. I mean, even seeing the 49ers win, then I got to hear about Brock Purdy being such a great quarterback. You know, my take on that. We, we've talked about that enough during the MVP bid. But to be honest, I feel like the 49ers are the best team in the NFL. They have been all year. I feel like it's their turn, don't you? Like so many close calls. You know, last year, I, I feel like they would have won if Purdy doesn't go down because uh, against the Eagles. I think it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers turn. I know Shanahan is, is famous for making big mistakes and non-calls or, or bad calls in the clutch moment, but I feel like this year it's their time to shine. It is always it's time for Johnny to shine. And coming up next, we're going to get you guys my DK Network right up. on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4. 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.